washing machine is finished, so there's no background noise. Yep. I'm getting ready to plug mine in. I'm just going to give him a glass of water. Okay. We can do that and then we'll start because I can feel a burp brewing. I need to get out of the way. <laughs> I can feel a burp brewing. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? Nope. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with host Ant and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And it's our first podcast in a while. It's been a little while, uh, Christmas break. Uh, we did record one over Christmas, but it never got around to putting it out, so this is it, a fresh start, 2018. We'll start, as we always do, with what we've been playing. Dave? Oh, actually, actually I'll go first, because you've only really yeah. been playing uh, one thing on the PlayStation 4, and the other things on something we'll come to in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, Little Nightmares, I got right into this. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd heard people talking about it in... Because people were going about, oh, top ten games of the year, what are yours, what are yours? Yeah. And this popped up on nearly everybody's left and quite high on a lot. Really? I thought, okay, I need to like hunt this out and see what it's about. So I did. Had a demo, so I downloaded the demo. Got to the end of the demo and just hit purchase straight away. <laughs> it's fantastic, mm. I love it. It's, um, as it sounds, it's like based around the nightmares of children. Yeah. So you play a little boy. Actually, you play a little character in a little yellow rain suit, so you could be a girl. Yeah. I think you're a boy. Um, and then it's like just creepy, unnerving sort of things. That if you think about it from a child's point of view, it makes a bit more sense. There's The first sort of enemy or baddie you sort of meet is this weird human-ish thing, but it's blindfolded it obviously can't see it's bandaged its face up it's quite morbid and grim and it's got really long arms so it can reach really far so if you make a noise it's like it's hunting for you yeah and the art style is um the sort of game it is it's like a 2d side scroller but it's a bit 2.3d you can move forward and back a little bit um but it's very much like inside or limbo it's just side to side very atmospheric um a lot of suggested things going on. Mm-hmm. And you're in like an orphanage. It's very creepy, very dark. Really just unsettling things going on in the background. And like the world tells a story mm. that you don't really want to know all the details of. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. I loved it. Um, like I say, oh. hit, hit purchase straight away. Finished it. Bought the DLC pack. There's one more still to drop in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I will... Look, which I'm already looking forward to. I can't wait to play. I do find that naughty when any dev does that, reduces the season pass before all the content's out. So I just feel sorry for the people that buy it up front because yeah. they want to support the devs, which oh, is yeah. nice, but then for them to reduce it before it's all out, it's like, oh. I never thought about that. I never thought mm. about that. I've never been on the other side of it because I don't often buy a season pass. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I haven't tried the demo yet is because if I like it, I don't want to buy the game in the sale. As daft as I will buy it in the next time it's on sale, but I don't want to buy it this time because I, like, I think I told you I spent forty pounds um, just after Christmas on the items in the sale, yeah, and yeah. you was going mad about that to me. I was like, oh, so I'll try it, but I thought this is the year I'll kill some of that backlog. <laughs> yeah. So I'm determined to try and not 
keep buying sale items until I've cleared a load. Oh, I was, what was, go on, sorry. I, was gonna say, mm. I started the year with, uh, I got South Park, uh, the Fractured Butthole for Christmas, mm. which comes, comes with the first game, The Stick of Truth, which I hadn't played. So I downloaded that, and that's the game I started playing. You didn't finish it then? Uh, no, but I have gone back to it. That's my game I'm still playing now. Um, yeah. But um, I downloaded uh, in the sale Little Lost Bear VR game. And Danny was watching the telly, so I thought I'd just stick the VR headset on it and, and try this. Yeah. And I finished it in one sitting because it's really short. Yeah. So I, I smashed through that. That was really good. I'm glad yeah. I didn't pay the full asking price. I think I paid £3 for it, and that seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> for an evening's entertainment. How much was it originally? I think it was about seven quid. Mm. But honestly, thought I'd just start it, see how I get on. Yeah. And it's like, oh. This feels like it's Good. getting to the end, but there must yeah. be a twist. I just played to the twist, and it yeah. finished. But good. It was good, yeah, but not worth more than what than what I paid, and it was three pounds. Yeah, because it's just too short. That was the little lost bear VR game. It's it's mm. VR, but it's it's like a two D side scroller again. But you you were sitting in like a a theater, and if you look left and right or behind you, it's just like the theater, but there's bits to the side, and they change. And sort of reflect what's going on on the stage, yeah. and it's good. It's like cutout style, like artwork. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It was it was good, but very short, very but very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, so then from there, I, I downloaded the little nightmares demo, jumped straight into that, and now I'm back to South Park finally, which I am enjoying. Yeah. So you're on two completed games for the year. Oh, am I? Or is it three? Have I done something else? Ooh. Have a look. Check my list. I've started the list, as you know. But um, yeah, I've got a films list. Tw- yeah, two thousand eighteen. Films list, TV list, and a games list. I keep my TV and my film. I do. You do what? Keep them in one list. Yeah, I keep TV and film together. My brother's done it different this year. He does films and TVs, but he's counting each episode as a number because he said most episodes are forty to fifty minutes long on most shows now. So. so because I can't say if I watch, <clears throat> for instance, Arrow or The Flash, mm. that's 22 episodes. That's literally like 12 hours worth of TV, 10 to 12 hours worth of TV. And he says, how can you only class that as one it's on one your list? Thing. And I says, well, that's just the way I do it. I says, but I'm not knocking you for counting numbers like 22. Mm. You know what I mean? But I just don't do it like that. That list would get out of hand. Yeah, oh, I've seen his list already. It's crazy. <laughs> he's, he doesn't play games very often, so like his TV and films list is Mental. mad. Yeah, like his last year was two hundred and something, but he counts stuff that he's previously watched. So I think he had like a hundred and thirty new films and TV shows. That was when he was doing it as one singular for TVs. And like that was before he did episode per episode. Yes, he Whoa. just my brother's mad on TV and films compared. Oh. I don't think he loves it as much as me, but he because he doesn't watches. play games to burn time on his own. He just does that. Watches mm. stuff. Yeah, so back yeah, to my that. games list anyway. Uh, yeah, it is just two, two finished. It's a good start, but they were very <clears> small games. Yeah, well, look if you like, you say, what's your target? Have you got a target? No, I've no. got a film target of a film a week. A film a week. Oh, so I'm, you're doing behind film fifty-two? <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? That's what I call it. Yeah, film fifty-two. Film fifty-two. How many yeah. weeks in are we there? Because I'm behind already. We're uh, three weeks into January. Yeah, I've got. So a, it'll be the twenty-first this weekend. I've got a 
do a film this week then. Yeah, it's easy though, isn't it? Another one. And then you'll just watch a couple of films one week and you'll be in front. Yeah, that's the plan. I tried to cut mine down to 52 this year so I can get more games done. Cut it down, 52. Yeah. Yeah, 52. If I go above that, great, but 52 is my target and I want to complete at least 40 games. So, to go back to your own TV list, thinking about the way your brother does it. Yeah. What do you do with a series? I've put, I've been putting end dates. I, I used to put dates, but I just stopped doing that. Yeah, I used to put, like, um, all the dates, cause I, and I just thought, you know, like, on the notes, mm. um, it was going, like, to a second sentence, you know, like, below. And he, that really got my out, pissed my OCD off. I was like, oh! <laughs> So but you can I do just, you can do um tables now. I've got a table in mind. You may have noticed. You'll have to show me. So that'll send me a link or something. But uh, I would redo them all. To be fair, yeah. Like write them all out again. Um, if I could do it that way, you can. It's just if you got you're on your phone, aren't you? I talk. I tell you after. Yeah, I was gonna say I do use like the emojis. Like I use like that diamond icon to represent platinum on that game. <laughs> I was going to do yeah. that on my, with games. There's, yeah, there's, a, there's a trophy icon. It's not platinum in colour, it's gold in colour, but I was going to use yeah. that. Gold trophy. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to signify, like, finished. Like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I probably won't use it, to be honest. I don't get many platinums. <laughs> but I've already found that this, this list system is pushing me to um, finish things. Yeah. It works. It's 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 good. I mean, I know some people might think it's nerdy and geeky and whatnot. I mean, probably it is, but I'm not ashamed to be admit I'm a bit nerdy about films and games and stuff. But it does push you a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we make a podcast about it. I don't think we can claim not to be nerdy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just talk about what we're playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So back to what I've been playing. That's all um, PlayStation based. Yeah. I've been playing Steam World Dig Two mm-hmm. on uh, the Switch, yeah. which I'm enjoying. Um, I put Mario down. I haven't got all the moons, but I've stopped playing it. I've got all the ones that I can find without help, so I've stopped for a while. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, um, I did start playing something called Metal Something Tiny Tiny Metal. It was called. Yeah. Which is like uh, Advanced Wars, but sort okay. of 3D. I'm a bit disappointed yeah. to be honest. It's very text heavy it's the first time I think that I can remember I've just skipped the story just skip yeah. skip 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 it's ridiculous it's so bloated and boring yeah um, I just get into the battles but even that's not feeling quite it's not got that advanced war magic yeah um, so I've I've sort of drifted away from that and started Steam World Dig 2 but I will go back to it I will I was going to say that's the hardest thing isn't it going back to a game yeah but- I'll talk about that in a minute, but it was something that I was playing, but... Yeah. Well, I'm still fairly early in it, so it wouldn't, won't be hard to pick up. Mm. Uh, pick back up, and once I finish Team World Dig 2, it'll be one of the only things I've got left to play on my Switch, and I find myself with my Switch at work all the time, so I will play it. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I've been playing, yeah, and they've all been really good. I recommend mm. all of those, apart from perhaps Tiny Metal and Wait. There's another game coming out based on... Um, Advanced Wars sort of style of game, which is like turn-based. Uh, how would you describe it, Dave? Just turn-based battle. Um, you take over a map, don't you? And 
It's not RTS, is it? Real time strategy, or is that Command and Conquer? It's not real time strategy. It's a cross between real time strategy and turn based. You, you move about. You move. All, it's like chess, isn't it? You move all your pieces, and yeah. then if you get your pieces closer to the other fight, it's probably got. What the cool? Is it tower defense? No. No. I don't know. Advanced Wars type game. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head because I've never really been into those types apart from the, obviously Command and Conquer Two, so I couldn't anyway. define what genre they belong to. There's another one coming up which looks more like it's that two D look which Advanced Wars does, mm. but it's like a fantasy style world that looks really good. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure when that's out, but that that I think is going to do a better job of filling that Advanced Wars gap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I don't know what it's called, but I am looking forward to it. So you've been playing Life and is Strange Tom Before the Storm. Yeah. Again, um, me and you've been hyping up for a long time and we were both like, I'm gonna get it on launch and I didn't get it on launch. No, no neither of us did. No. But you have since picked it up. Yes. I think the main reason I didn't pick it up at launch was because um I wanted to play through all at once. Um, instead of waiting, but I kind yeah, of but feel it's, like it's episodic, isn't it? Yeah, I kind of feel like that might be the worst thing to do now because when I played um, Batman recently, um, I felt a bit like, oh, right, I've done the first episode, you know, and it kind of feels like a long time to be playing those types of games, you know, where you're just kind of like picking options for a whole week because they're like two, three hours each episode usually, aren't they? Well, you could do an episode and then. Wait a week if you wanted to. I know, but it's it's, it's just there. I don't know. It, yeah, um, you you kind of have to wait with Telltale though, because you don't know how big the gap's going to be between their releases. Yeah, but um, yeah, Life is Strange. Um, it looks a little bit better than it previously did. They must have, you know, I don't know, upgraded the. Um, God, my mind's gone blank. It's been so long since we talked games. The engine. Yeah, the engine. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, they've just had more time. Um, it looks nice. The music's brilliant again. You know, really good selection of music. Oh, yeah, I like the soundtrack of the, the original. Yeah, I think I might actually end up picking up both the soundtracks, if you can, on iTunes. Hmm. Um, yeah, good selection of music. Um, good. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Good story, you know, decent story. It's not... Life is strange because there's no rewind option, you know. So the decisions are kind of final. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it felt a bit flat. It had really good endings to the first two episodes, and obviously the third one's the finale and how it ends. Um, and that was quite touching, to be fair, the way it ended. And then mm-hmm. obviously he's got one extra scene. You know, Marvel do it halfway through the credits, mm-hmm. which kind of links that game to Life is Strange. But um, it all felt a little bit flat. Um, you learn a few things about Chloe that you possibly knew might, if you're a bit more insightful than myself. Um, and you get to meet Rachel, Rachel Lambeau, who's just a terrific character, to be fair. She's really well done. She's everything you probably expect her to be from oh, cool. the original game. But it, I don't know if it kind of feels a bit too... Now, I don't mean this in a demeaning manner. But it kind of feels a bit too much like a soap opera, in, in an essence. <laughs> and you'll see what I mean when when you play it, mm. because it's kind of just like it, it, it just seems a bit too far fetched. And then oh, now we're really getting a bit. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? 
I didn't hate it. Um, it's just I not quite as good as yeah, it's, you want it's it good, to and it, at times it felt like it dragged. Um, I, I was reading a lot of comments from people saying like the, they preferred Chloe over Max, and yeah, Chloe is a better character than Max, but it's awkward because when you have those chats with David and stuff in there, like because obviously she's a bitch to David mm. in the original game, and she's probably been a bitch to him. If he was watching this before the storm, she would just be a bitch to him because obviously that's so, how her life runs up until she meets Max again. So but, who, do, who do you play? Chloe, you're Chloe. See, that's awkward from the get-go, isn't it? Exactly, that's what I was going to say, because I don't like being a dick to David because you find out that David has nothing but good intentions by the end of Life is Strange. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I was thinking to myself. I was, every time I was trying to pick the nice option for him, which she would see, it was a bit like L.A. Noir. I'd pick the, no, the nice <laughs> option, and she'd still be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Because like, she'd give say stuff like that. Yeah. But not, not in that, but she does like swear and stuff. And I was just like, oh. I, I suppose it's good that it made me feel awkward about the situation, the scene. Hmm. But at the same time, I thought like, I'd give you one thing. I'll give him one thing. They do make David come across as a complete prick. So you kind of you kind of do want to like rebel against him in a way, yeah. But part of his like, but I know he's a good guy, mm. you know. So maybe there is more, and they do do an excellent job with that. To be fair, but like I say, it kind of felt like you're just being an asshole to almost everyone while you're playing through it. It's just Chloe. Really difficult job, isn't it? Because yeah, that, just taking on that game because yeah. it becomes before a game which. It's just like a Telltale game, except it had yeah. a rewind ability which is built into the plot. That's gone for a prequel. You're playing a character that is a bitch, and if you don't want to be a bitch, you can't. You've, you've got, got no choice because go, of the really. way we know a life leads. Yeah. Yeah. So that's two really difficult things to overcome. For so if you yeah. not to just outright hate it, it must have been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good, but it just wasn't. It's look. Life is Strange is a really, really, it's probably, I wouldn't say best in genre because, in my opinion, that's uh, in that kind of game genre, it's The Wolf Amongst Us. Um, but um, it, it, it's probably second best. Best. Second best in that genre, yeah. No, no best, um, best. You are. It's the best in that genre. Unless you want to count Heavy Rain. Um. I'm going on the episodic form, do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. And I don't think it's better than Wolf. But I think Wolf just knows every aspect of that, what it's trying to do. Um, but how do like, I don't want to bang on a bit too much. I heard a rumour. The Wolf 2's been canned. Oh, no. Yeah, not a, not a confirmed thing, but apparently there's something going on at Telltale and there's been cutbacks and stuff. And yeah, think that they, are making, they are making cutbacks. But I think they only did that reveal because they've got a load of shit on Twitter and social media about the games they're confirming and the people are begging for a Wolf Amongst Us. Is it Wolf Among or Wolf Amongst Us? Among, I think. I think Wolf Among Us too. And so they kind of did this, oh, yeah, we are making it, like with just a couple of people saying mm. it. And I, I, when I first saw that video, I was like, I don't think they're doing it. I think they've just done that to calm the, calm the fans down. Mm. We'll see anyway, but apparently the games aren't selling that well. I think a lot of people wait for the reduced prices now. Well, you would do, wouldn't you? There's still that bundle on... I see it quite often on the PlayStation sale where you can get all, all the their games. games up to a certain point for, like, yeah. 15 quid. 
Yeah. It's mental. That's like eight. Is it eight games now? Seven I think games. it's 25 quid at the moment, but even so, I think it's like seven or eight games because the, there is one or two not included. Mm. I think it might be, um, I'm not sure if it's Game of Thrones or Guardians. It's, you know, something, something relatively new anyway. Game of Thrones, but, you'd uh, be glad not to have it. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> if, if they've canned it, they've canned it, um, which is sad, but that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, but back to Life is Strange. Good game. Everyone's got different opinions on it. I didn't think, it didn't blow me away as I expected it to reading from some people's reviews. Um, non-spoiler reviews for the final episode um, but it's I suppose fans will enjoy it and there's one more episode to come which is like the exclusive episode for if you have the deluxe edition where you get to play as Max for the final time yeah I'm quite looking forward to that obviously does that take place after the don't, don't first know. game or between this prequel and the first game don't know I'm hoping it's going to be after what happened in the first game mm. that'd be nice a bit weird though because I'll go with those if you've bought the deluxe edition you probably would have played the second game the first game yes second in the timeline yeah yeah so and would you recommend buying it or just getting yes, it in the sale yes in the sale I wouldn't recommend it at like 15, 20 pounds I paid 14 I was a little bit mm, but I have got the extra episode to come mm. but um, 10 pounds yeah grab it if you enjoyed the original um, the episodes aren't sh- aren't short. They are long, but they drag because there's only three. It probably could have been do- done in four episodes, and people would have probably thought better value. Mm. You know, but um, when it's yeah, episodic definitely... like that, I like having getting the episode and being able to finish it in one sitting. Yes, and it's very hard to do that. We lot that personally, I struggled to get it done in an hour and a half because I was. Mm. Um, Maybe it's just me because I investigate everything when I play those kind of games. I want to mm. read everything. I want to see everything she has to say. You know, that she can investigate. But I'll see. Did, did you get the platinum? Yes, it's uh, really easy. The platinum is to be fair. It's just, is it missable or is it just unlocked? It is missable. Yeah. Um, so without there's no spoilers. I would recommend using a guide so you can do it in one sitting. But if you don't, there's this really good mode. When you finish an episode, you can go into it, click on the episode, and it says something like a collector mode and then it shows you each scene in each episode so there might be 15 scenes and it'll say zero slash one so that in that scene you haven't got the graffiti so oh, you, can just cool. load, you can load that scene and it doesn't affect your decisions well, that's really cool yeah that is really good um quickly going back I don't think they'll do it after the episode, after the first season, because you had that final decision to make, didn't you? Yeah. So it won't be set then? No. no. Unless it reads that from your save file. <sighs> I hope not. I'm, I don't think I did delete my save file. I'll find it soon. <laughs> but you've been back into the Platinum, so you've probably got multiple save files. Say that again. You went back and did the platinum, didn't you? So you've probably yeah. got multiple save files. Possibly, yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the other games you've played. Very uh, good. T- ties into your um, Christmas present from your wife. Yes. So your uh, wife knows you were all excited about the uh, possibility of a Switch. Knows you were all <laughs> excited about the possibility of a VR. 
And those you don't like Xbox because we slag it off quite a bit on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I just I've got, I don't really like the company. <laughs> <laughs> so she went and bought you an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Because me and my son an Xbox. Because, yeah, because you wanted to play Forza. To be fair, yeah, it wasn't completely random. No, uh, I am a big like petrol head in there. It's, it's, I'll be honest. Um, I am impressed with. I'm getting used to the pad. I do like the pad. I'm actually thinking about investing in one of those PS4 pads that is shaped like the Xbox pad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they the do have nice pads. They do have nice pads. Yeah, the pro pads. Forza. Um, I'm not going to go on about that. Actually, I'm going to keep on the list. I, so what happened was um, bought Gears of War. Hated Gears of War when I played it originally. Didn't like it at all. You're talking back in the 360 days. Yes, when I had my free, and I think part of the reason I couldn't be asked for my 360 was because it sounded like a fucking jet. Oh, it and was then, annoying, wasn't it? It's more of putting in it than yeah. It was just like anything. I couldn't concentrate or enjoy the actual game and atmosphere. So I thought I'm going to give Gears a second chance, and and I just I fell in love with it. I really, it's it's very basic, obviously. It is just a pure off. It's arcade, not an arcade shooter, but it's kind of like basic. Just run, not run and gun, but just take cover. Next gunfight, next gunfight. But it's got a great atmosphere. Mm. It's almost like survival horror with unlimited ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in a very good way. Because, I, I mean, to me, if I'd have played it when it originally came out, I think I would have given it a 9 out of 10. Mm. And I can see why the Xbox sold like hotcakes, because that definitely was a system seller. Yeah. Um, the online side of that went crazy too, didn't it? People loved yeah, it. Yeah, but when I play, I can't imagine myself being any good at that <coughs> because of, I've just, I wasn't very good against it. I'm not very good at shooters anyway, so, mm. you know, I mean, I didn't struggle in the game itself, but I wasn't the best. I mean, I must have wasted thousands of bullets missing the targets. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the atmosphere was great. The score in it is beautiful. It's just a fantastic score. And even at times, I thought the game looked really nice at certain points, even though it's, what, eight, nine, ten years old? Yeah, um, it's got to be at least ten years old now. The only downfall, and, well, two little downfalls, and I was so close to like knocking a couple of points off my score was um, the vehicle section, which would have been fine if you either just drove the vehicle <coughs> or shot the um, UA- or pointed the UAV like one or the other, not stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, hate that kind of thing. It reminds mm. me of the shite jet ski section in um, Uncharted <laughs> and the final jet boss. Ski sec- what jet ski section? In the original Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted 1, yeah. 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 Um <coughs> And the final boss, which is quite funny because that's Uncharted and Gears of War, both like rival games in its system, which both had the same kind of downfalls for me. Hmm. And then um, the final boss, at one point I died about six times in a row. I was like, how the fuck do you do this? So I went online, found a guide, and people were just going on about this glitch where you get stuck between the um, the carts, the train carts. Hmm. So oh, I tried that. still there? Apparently so, yeah. So I kept trying that, and every now and then he gets stuck. But then he'd find it, he'd just march on through after about five seconds. I was like, well, that ain't working. So I had to do it the old-fashioned way properly. So I kind of legged it up, shot a few bullets, hid, and then I just got the shotgun out and just just smashed him with that. And then this cutscene came on, I thought, oh, I fucking died again. And it hadn't, it was the end of the game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'll say one thing, although I don't, I don't like the macho-ness of it, the, I'm not, still not keen on the design of the characters and the way mm. some of them talk but I actually quite enjoyed the dialogue between them at times okay 
Yeah, so it wasn't as bad or much as I expected or remembered or predicted. Hmm. But uh, yeah, um, good game. Really See, I, know, I never beat the last boss. I got right up to the end, and I did enjoy the the game. I just didn't like the package. And the yeah. last boss, I just I was so uninterested in the package. I didn't care what the end was. Like, this is the last yeah. boss. I don't need to see it die. And then I went back to it. Yeah. That was me done. But yeah, it's a good game. And I think it was more popular than Uncharted because well, Uncharted wasn't the refined product it is now. No. But also the one pe- problem people constantly have with Uncharted is the shooting mechanic. Yes. And it does feel better in Gears. It feels yes. more fun. Yeah. Why yeah, is 100%. that? <laughs> well, I said this, when you're in cover in Gears and you know, when you just free, you, you just kind of like shoot over the cover without aiming. Mm. I can't think what you call it. Um, blind fire. Blind fire. It works in Gears. In Uncharted, it's, it's shit. Yeah. It just doesn't work in Uncharted at all. It feels like you have to put more bullets in the enemies Um then you should have to when you're standing up and aiming. It's blind fire. I feel like it's a bit too accurate, maybe, in Gears. Possibly, but, you know... Yeah, for a game, maybe just, that's more it, fun. But it's a game, and it, yeah, exactly, that's what I was going to say. But we, I, I love the Uncharted series, but I am aware that it's very flawed games as well. Like I've always said about Na- Naughty Dog, they make great scripts, great stories, all that. But the gameplay mechanics I do find in the games are a bit there's probably The Last of Us where they kind of stepped up the game but mm. Uncharted especially the first three games you know they're the fun the adventures but the actual gameplay in them is a bit lacking especially I, I'm i not one of these who thinks number two is the best in the series because for me the final third of that game is just it just kill almost kills it everything that come before what's your favourite of the series? Um. One or four. One? I love number one. Because uh, it was... Um, I really enjoyed the way it was done and the atmosphere, a bit like Gears, and those little Spanish Inquisition dude zombies running around at the end. I, I didn't no, hate I, them like people did. No, I didn't. I had no problem with one, but it is generally thought to be the worst one. And mechanically, yeah. I think it is. Yes, like, definitely. Definitely in that area, yeah. I like the variation in the other ones, the way it's not just all on yeah. in the jungle. I mean, not... Uncharted 2 is great, but when you get to that finale, the final third, where you have to fight those blue things, Avatar or whatever, <laughs> that's shit. And then the last boss is absolute atrocious. Oh, oh, the God, bosses never quite work out in Uncharted. No. Um, I think 2, 3 and... 2 and 3 are the best. And Lost see, Legacy, I, actually. I, I really liked Lost Legacy. 4 was a bit... I haven't played Lost Legacy. Long. I enjoyed 4, but it felt, yeah, a bit long. Um, on, what was I going to say? Yeah, Uncharted 3, that, I just always think back to the horrible shipyard <laughs> section. Jesus, that was terrible. No, and those stupid guys walking around. It wasn't crushing. Going for the platinum. <laughs> yeah, well, and those stupid guys the walk, Yeah, those stupid guys walking around in, with the like body armour and the helmets on and miniguns. God... Which one had the the ship, and you were on the deck and you were fighting? The it was raining and the the cargo was slipping and sliding around. Possibly free. That was I loved that scene. That was fantastic. Yeah, there was some good bits in it. But yeah, um, Gears of War, loved it. Really, yeah. really, really, really loved it. I've got quite a selection now on the Xbox to play through. So I'm doing PS4, More Xbox, backlog. PS4, Xbox. Yeah, backlog. Yeah. 
But uh, love that. Then I went on and completed Broken Sword 5, which I haven't got a lot to say about because I'm a big Broken Sword fan, but after playing this back through the second time, I'm kind of like, don't bother making another one unless you're going to find find what made the original so special. I don't like the the fact that it's the backgrounds and everything's hand-drawn. It looks beautiful. And then they've got these kind of 3D models walking around the scenes. It just looks wrong. Uh, that sounds awful. It, no, it doesn't. Bl- it blends okay. But I personally, it, it, I find it distracting because I like the originals. I get it. It's probably cheaper to do that than have some artists come in and draw every animation. But... Either go all all in with that kind of design or not. It, you should play, have a look at it, see if it, if you find it as distracting as me. So yeah, that's. I'm not gonna say a lot about Broken Sword. And then obviously I started Perfect Dark a couple of days ago, which I'm just loving. <laughs> I, I, yeah, go on, talk about Perfect Dark because you didn't play it on Nintendo 64. No, I'd got rid of my N64 before it came out, which you know. It was madness, I suppose, because I loved Goldeneye. But <clears throat> when you're a kid, you can't afford everything, can you? And if you've got two systems, one has to go. Well, one did go for me. Um, but Planet, the 360 version, the remastered version, well, not remastered, the HD version, they give it. Like I say, it's. The, the textures and that aren't the best, obviously, but um, it does look crisp. It looks nice. It looks sharp. Um, it runs at 60 frames per second, I've been told, because I was asking about it. And. Um, the music in it's really good. I like the atmosphere. I could only imagine how good it would look and play now, even better if they completely redid it. Yeah, from the ground up. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably just jump on it straight away. Um, I like the way the missions are done. It's like a mission, objectives in the mission. Mm. The harder the difficulty, the more objectives there is I've read. So, That's right. Um, it's just like James Bond, uh, Gold, yeah, 007, Golden Eye. Yeah, I might go back to it at some point and play it on the, like, the hardest difficulty. To try and how, how far, have you finished it? How far have you got? No, I'm on mission four. I'm in that base with the snow. Um, but there's like three three parts to some missions, isn't there? Mm. Like I've done the um, in what's it called when you kind of break in, done that. Now I'm on the uh, rescue part, and then the third part is the extraction, isn't it? Whereas some missions just have one, yeah, one part to them. I'm on that part now. It's it's really really good. Um, the voice the voice acting is as bad, if not worse, than Resident Evil, the original <laughs> one. It's really bad. It's, um, I guess it's the, the dialogue. Original. Yeah, and the dialogue's terrible. Mm. But but um, the gunplay is still great, and the weapons still feel really good to use. I like the. It's just so funny. Like some, they did it in Goldeneye, didn't they? That um, sometimes you'd walk around the corner and the enemies would be doing something daft, like the one. I walk around the corner, he was scratching his ass, and hey, you! So I just shot him. But I like that. It kind of, that, it's like they haven't took it too serious. Like these bad guys, they're not like big bad goons. They're just like normal people. Just yeah, yeah. there. To them, it's just a security job. <laughs> yeah. No, I love, uh, I love that going back in the day. And Fantastic. The, the, they've obviously got, that was what they did originally. Like they've got the faces on the 3D models. Mm. And um, I still think that looks pretty decent, to be fair. <laughs> and I still like that little, um, they did it in Max Payne as well, like the smudge. The red smudge on the clothes when you shoot them. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. So much better than having like limbs come off and stuff. Yeah, that, no limbs coming off unless you've got some sort of crazy space weapon. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a really good game. Really enjoying it. Um, 
I'm not going to rush into Perfect Dark Zero because I've heard it's absolute crap, but I will play it. I've not played that. I'll play it. I've got it, haven't I? It's, well, it's on the disc, isn't it? It's not like it's going to cost yeah. you any extra money. No, well, I'll pay £10 for it, and so far, Perfect Dark Zero has been worth the admission fee. You've got Banjo... Not Banjo, you've yes. got... Um, but I've you got have got Banjo, but you've got... Um, Viva Pinata. Yes, I will give them a go. I will give them a second attempt. You've never... Oh, you have played them before. Yeah, I'll probably have a crack at them with my daughter, because she might like that. Yeah, I think she would. I wish my daughter wasn't around when we had that game. It's got the 3DS version on there as well, I think, hasn't it? Or the Has version. it? There's two Viva Pinatas on there, yeah. Oh, there's two Viva Pinata full 3D games. Is it the ones called Viva Pinata, which I did have on the 360, and the second one's called... Trouble in Paradise? Yes. That's... If you're going to play one, start yep. with the second one, it's, it's a better game, and there isn't really much story, so just jump straight in with the second one. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I love them. Yep. So that's my playing completed list for the so far. Yeah. Well, something else happened in between <laughs> recording podcasts is you got to try PlayStation VR at a friend's house. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was, I was um, really impressed with it, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> I didn't struggle with the um, screen being as pixelated as people said. I thought it looked really good. Mm. Um, I had a good sense of immersion on that shark one. I had to stand up. I stood up to play it. Hmm. And I had to, if I hadn't have been leaning my calves against the back of the settee, I think I'd have probably swayed a bit, you know, <laughs> lost my balance a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was good. I got a bit sick off the, what do you call it, Ant? The one when you're going down the hill on that kind of... Oh, the, lun- the luge. Luge, yes. Struggled with that a little bit. That I think was I've a bit... played that once. That's not that brilliant. No, it was a bit like... Oh, yeah, have a. It's one of them games you probably have a crack at it and just then yeah. never touch it again unless you really want the platinum. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with it. I liked Headmaster, although the tracking seems to be a bit off on that. Um, you, oh, you played Headmaster? Yes, I enjoyed it. But it was kind of like I was trying to head it, and then sometimes the headers were going all over the place, and other times it was going where I was aiming. I was thinking maybe it's, this needs recalibrating. Sometimes it does. You just hold down the, the option button. Yeah. And that recalibrates. Actually, that was a feature missing from that little Lost Bear. Yeah. The game I spoke about early on. I had to restart that in the middle mm-hmm. because um, the re- it couldn't recalibrate. And with my VR, for some reason, as I'm playing it, everything drifts to the left. So eventually I'm really twisted in my chair to make yeah. everything seem normal. And then eventually I realise what I'm doing because obviously it's gradual and don't notice you twist back to where you should be Yeah. hold down the option button and everything re-centres to dead ahead but it's just not there in the Little Lost Bear it's in every VR game we've played it's like a standard feature mm-hmm. but to get it back centred I had to not just come out of the game I had to shut the game down and load it back up which was very annoying yeah but um, yeah but anyway yeah, if you re-centred that football uh, headmaster you probably would have found it it yeah, better. I probably would have done it if you'd have told me how to do it. Mm. But yeah, um, I tried that. I tried the um, Until Dawn shooter, which was good. And she mm. shoot herself a load at that. <laughs> um, oh, did, did, a... you, did you get to try Kitchen? No. Um, oh. Kids are around, so it was too oh. much. But um, that, that impatience out next week, isn't it? Or the week after, oh. by the Until Dawn guys. Oh, hopefully, I want to get that. Um, yeah, I think 
with the VR, I think when it goes below two hundred pounds, I'll probably pick one up. Mm. Um, I'm not desperate for one, but I think I do want one to play. I think there's about ten games on there I really want to play now. Obviously, mm. Batman's number one. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think so. Sounds positive from Sony about the stuff they're saying about they're really going to push it this year. Mm. So whether they've got a couple of secret, you know, secret games hidden away for uh, E3, we'll see. I really don't know what they can do because big games seem quite intimidating. Mm-hmm. To take on a big game, like the sort of scale of game you might just pick up normally, yeah, to play just on the TV would be quite intimidating to to start and to commit to. Because it is a bit of a faff, really, to set it all up. I quite like the yes. idea of shorter games. Give me a Vive. short, bite-sized game. I'll be, I'll be happy. Vive... And a couple of the others are going wireless, aren't they, this year? So maybe yeah. next year, the year after, Sony release a wireless one. That'd be pretty amazing. Yes. How does, that, how does the Vive... I've not looked at this Vive, new wireless Vive. It must have a battery pack somewhere. I have no idea, mate. I have no idea. Because apparently, you, you don't even need to upgrade to go wireless. There's something to do with it. They're gonna, I don't know if it's going to be a firmware update, software update, to make it work without the wires plugged in. That's crazy. Where's yeah. it draw its power from? God knows. I read a piece on it. I saw, I saw a headline about it saying, no need to upgrade to go wireless. I was thinking, That's I'll find the article and link it to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you plug your cables that were plugging into the, wherever they were plugging into, into a battery pack or something. Yeah, possibly. And wear it on your hip. That sounds Maybe. easy. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> you didn't play static, did you? No, oh, it doesn't buy those types of games. Oh, it's, it's, what type of game? It's just a puzzle game. It's fantastic. No, that's what I mean. It doesn't buy those types of games. Oh. <laughs> that's my favourite VR game still. And there's it's like shooters and races. That's it. <laughs> that's so, did you plays. play the London Heist? Yes, very impressed with that. Yeah, that was good. Looks great. That does. How, what, what did you play the whole thing? No, I played um, up to the shooting section on the three um, mile tour. Yeah, yeah. Dual courage. So you did the bit in the bar where you're playing around with the lighter and the cigarette. And yes, that's really good. It's yeah, good yeah. fun, that is. Yeah, I like that. Did you notice you can... Did you light your cigarette? Yes. Did you notice you could, like, blow smoke out? How did you do that? You just go, like, blow out, and the microphone picks up the fact you're blowing. Oh, I never noticed smoke that. smoke billows out in front of your face. It's amazing. Yeah, I never knew that. That's clever. Yeah. I'll tell him about that. That's good. I think you get a trophy for it. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, but overall impressed with VR? Yes, very impressed. Mm. Not 100% sold, but at the right price, would pick one up. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's the, it's yeah. the price. So, putting what we've been playing and stuff aside then, let's move on to uh, Netflix Club. Mm-hmm. Which... Um, I can't remember where we were at, in all honesty, with the last one. So we're just going to start again. <laughs> and we're going to drop it down to one film. Because we yep. were struggling to watch two. Yeah. Um, so this is my pick for the first one. And I'm picking, on Netflix, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yes, good film. Yeah, you've already seen it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to pick films you haven't seen. <laughs> it's just too random. It's too hard. You watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> so the autopsy of Jane Doe, I'm picking. You've only watched it recently, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Okay. 
I like it. Cool. Good. Already you know that, so I just got to watch it, and then we'll have a proper spoiler chat about it. I think you'll like it because it's by the guy who made like Trollhunter. So if you like his style, I'm gonna guess you'll kind of be into that. But um, is it um, English language? English language. Yeah, is it in English? Yes, 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 yes. Because Troll uh, wasn't, was it? You what, mate? Trollhunter wasn't. No, Trollhunter wasn't, but this is. I think this was his first um, step into like American cinema. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a good film. I'll, I'll wait till you see. Obviously, I'm not going to say nothing there, but see what you think when you do get to watch it. Mm. Cool, so that's our pick. That's the film we'll be talking about mm-hmm. in the next episode, probably in two weeks' time. So you've got two weeks to watch it. And yep. I'll, t- I'll tweet it out as well so everyone can remember. And I'll pin it mm-hmm. to the top of our um, at We Don't Go Out Twitter. So if you forget, it'll be on there. Yeah. Um, things you've been watching, Dave, that you wanted to talk about. Uh, Killing Ground. What's this? Oh, yeah, that was a premiere on Film 4. Um, I think it was last week. Um, Australian horror slash thriller. Um <clears throat> Quick synopsis, um, a couple are going to camping um, in Australia. Yeah. Uh, into the, into, I think they call it the bush. Do they call it the bush? Not yeah. the outback. Um, and where they're going to spend New Year's Eve there. And um, on the way there, they kind of stop to get some drinks. There's a bloke there. He speaks to this bloke. Obviously, it's a bit of a cliche, the, the guys, because he kind of looks rough. He's got the dog. He's barking at him. Mm. And he's like, he's polite to them, but you kind of know he might be trouble. Um, <laughs> and then they get to the lo- location, there's already people there, and um, it plays with the timeline. Um, I clocked onto it straight away. Not That doesn't make me, I'm not trying to sound clever or anything, but I just clocked <laughs> into it straight away. I think that's because of all the Nolan films, and Nolan likes to be a bit of a clever dick when it comes to messing around with people and the timeline. Yeah. So, um, and just the manipulation of time with Nolan as well. So I kind of, Clock that straight away. Um, anyone who's like paying attention will probably notice it. Um, <clears throat> and um, it's shown you two stories. It's shown you the story of this girl and chap who've gone there for New Year's Eve, and this family who are there, you know, for Christmas and New Year, mm. and obviously doesn't end well. <laughs> it kind so of it's, goes, it's a horror thriller, is it? Yes, it kind of. You don't the most horrific scene that you won't see, in my opinion. Is, um, is it just hinted at? One of those? No, you kind of see their, you see their bodies, um, and like, how do you describe it? It's oh. spoiler free. Yes, yeah, spoil. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, you kind of just—it's just—it's called the killing ground. So they're taken to this ground where these two blokes do, and they've got the mom, the daughter, and the dad. And obviously, you can guess what they might yeah. be wanting to do. And you kind of—this is a spoiler, okay? Do you want say it in front of you? Uh, no, oh, no. God, this sounds interesting. I want to watch this. Yeah, right. So, like, you just kind of get the idea of what's going to happen, and it just goes on for about ten minutes. You don't see what you're already thinking happens you don't see that it's after that but it's still disturbing because of the way they're presented okay yeah and then it goes on for about five minutes after that and then the timeline catches up because they're crossing over quite a lot as the timelines catch up yeah and 
you, the the couple then realise what's happened and it's it's a bit yeah it's a bit grisly. But the last five minutes of the film kind of spoilers. Yeah, no, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm just going to say they kind of lose a little bit of what they did so well at the start. Oh, I straight away. When you do get to watch it, I'll remind you when it's on again, but when you do watch it, just remind me to tell you how I thought it should have ended and obviously, once I tell you, you can decide whether you think that would have been a better way to end it. Tweet, yeah, tweet it out if you see it on again. Yes, and I will. Tag me in it and then everyone can know when it's on as well. It right, was a good uh, film. Yeah, and you've, you've watched something... I've heard, I've heard the name of this. I've heard other people talking about it. I don't know anything oh, about yeah. it though. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, um... I can't remember the director's name. She used to be married to James Cameron. She made she made the Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. Is it Catherine? You could get it I wrong, but you could get it right. I wouldn't know. I think it begins with B, Catherine. But anyway, she made Detroit recently as well. Um, it's about the hunt for Osama bin Laden. Okay. Um, she's in it. Um, is it Jessica Chastain? The girl oh. with the red hair? Yeah, I like Jessica Chastain. Yeah, she's in it. She's the lead. She plays the woman who's infatuated with finding Osama. Um, it is very good. It was very much like Homeland, if you okay. like Homeland. I did like Homeland um, until it went yeah. weird. At times it feels like, you know, someone's probably, if anyone does listen to this, they might say, what are you on about? But I've had a load of people agree with me, <laughs> saying it feels like American propaganda. Um, at points... I get that. Yeah. Um, but... It's it's very good, um, tense at times, and the finale, obviously, going to Pakistan, um, to the house for the infiltration to, obviously, capture or kill. I don't think there was ever any idea they ever wanted to capture Osama. He's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic, but distressing at the same time because of the children in the house. Mm. Um, and what shocked me was Chris Pratt's in it. Is he? You know, Chris... Yeah, he's the main, like, he's playing the main, um, I don't know if the Navy SEALs or Tier 1. He's the main guy, like, doing the shooting in the house. I was so shocked, because obviously Chris Pratt plays, like, this nice guy, almost everything, comedian. Yeah. So, like, he's in it. Joel Leggerton, I could go on, Mark Strum, Joel Leggerton, uh, Jessica Stein. Um, Just Stein. So, what did I say? Stein. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Um, it's just, it just goes on the list as the amount of um, amazing actors in it and actresses. So um, I enjoy, enjoyed it, but like I say, um, what kind of took a little bit off it for me was that it did feel a bit like propaganda. Some people say you're wrong, but no, I get that when a film like that, especially when it's a true story. There yeah. was a, a trailer I saw last time I went to the cinema. Or was this for Clint Eastwood's film on the train? No, it wasn't. I don't know what that film is. This was about um, oh, a Mark Wahlberg film. Uh, the Patriot's Day. <laughs> was it? Was it the Boston Marathon? Yes, the Boston yeah. Marathon. That's on Netflix at the moment, isn't it? I don't know. I watched that and thought, this just looks like this yeah. just looks like propaganda for rockets. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just not interested in that at all. Yeah, I want to watch it because I like stuff. Cause, well, there's a film coming out about Jake Gyllenhaal, I think about one of the people who was a victim of that Boston... Marathon bombing, mm. which looks good. I think that's called Stronger. But um, Clint Eastwood, he's got a film coming out, and it's about what happened on this terrorist attack on the train. It's a true story. 
mm. but he's actually got the people involved in it to you know play themselves. Oh my and god! I think they're no, but they're ex. They, they were in the army. These blokes were who tackled this terrorist. And I watched the trailer and I thought, you know what? I can't watch that as much as I like Clint Eastwood. I just thought that is like an advertising recruitment advertisement. <laughs> it, it, you watch the trailer for it. I think I can't think what it's called. Just Google it. And I thought, and I've seen loads of people saying it. Yeah, I reckon. Mm, no. I reckon he's like a Trump supporter, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't more. be surprised, you know. Although no. I don't know because he doesn't seem very anti. Um, Trump seems anti-cultural, to be honest, sometimes, with the way he doesn't want anyone coming to the mm. country and stuff. I don't think Clint Eastwood would be that way. No, I don't think he's like that, but I think he's I think be very... 100% patriot. And like, yeah. We're all patriots, but we're not patriots to the point where we'll let any shit go on in our country. Some of the majority of us where we'll just turn a blind eye to it because, well, this is our country, so we've got to stick up for our country regardless. Mm. I, but, I, yeah. I, I would, I would Let's think not get very pro-gun, yeah. I reckon. Yes. No, I don't know. I've got no idea. But yeah, um, that was my only issue with Zero Dark Thirty, to be honest. And whereas in Homeland, they kind of show you all the shit the politics, are, the politicians are doing, and the shit the CIA get up to. They're kind of like we're not embarrassed to show you how shit our country can be, but you don't get that feeling from um, what's it called, um, Zero Dark Thirty. Mm. You kind of get the feeling that I'm not saying she was. The director, but you kind of get the feeling that they're kind of proud the way they went about that Osama bin Laden. I bet, if, yeah, I bet, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Let's leave it the there. Only, the only time you get the sense of like, uh, even the torture scenes, you don't get the feeling that they're kind of like, there's, I'm not saying she she embraced it, but you don't get the kind of feeling that there's any shame in what they did. Yeah. When they could have easily been like, you know what, this is fucked up, but they, they never get that feeling from it. Did you feel bad for the person being tortured, or was it just yeah, shot because in the way? You don't feel bad for them in the film because it's not that part. It, it, can't, it is cruel, but are they just painted as so evil? It didn't matter. Sort of, like no, not really. But like at the same time, it's it's not kind of you don't kind of get into it enough. But mm. I do feel oh, some people won't like me saying this, but I, I do <laughs> don't think that's the right way about going about getting into it myself. No, I, I am one. I am one of these people who thinks you should bring back uh, capital punishment for for you know like child killers and stuff and and you know like premeditated murder. But that's about it. But I, I don't believe in like torture and stuff like that. Mm. 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 Yeah, I don't, I, films like that, the propaganda type films. Yeah, just not interested. Keep them. There's an interesting um, program <clears throat> on BBC at the moment about America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, I don't remember the actress's name, but there's an old lady actress. She's 78. She played Professor Sprout in the Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, I know you're in a bit. Yeah, yeah. She's going around America, travelling the middle America. And just like seeing what's going on, what it's like, and just doing like a general sort of her take on what it's like. She did live there a long time ago for like sixteen yeah. years. And she's going back to see what it's like now. So it's, it's entertaining, very interesting. This is two episodes in on BBC iPlayer. It's worth watching. It's called Miranda. Her name's Miranda something, but it's Miranda's mm-hmm. America or something. Yeah, that's worth a watch. I've watched two of those. I'll have a look into it. Mm. 
but yeah, um, I watched today actually. I watched Ex Machina for the first time. Fantastic film. I really liked it. Yeah, it's so good. I love that question of um, what does it mean to be human, mm. um, and how do who are we to decide if they're alive or not? You know mm. that that ghost in the shell kind of question. It's, it's that ghost. It's ghost in the shell, isn't it? Like, are they alive? Yeah. Who, who are we to decide that they're not alive? You know, the the AI has gone so far. Yeah. Um, is I it conscious? Yeah. Yeah. Is it conscious? That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, so good. So so good. Mm. E- even when they think they've outwitted her, she's still. It's not even ahead out- of them. Outwitted. It's. Well, yeah. I guess she did. Not out. He wasn't trying to outwit her. No, she she outwitted them, but then they think they've kind of. Um, they're a step ahead of her. Would I say? Mm. Yeah, towards yeah. end, and they, they're just not. No, I I really really enjoyed that. I think it's a film about um, performance. You need good performances in a film like that where you've only got two or three. Is it three or is there four central characters? Four, isn't there? There's two central characters, and then you've got obviously there's two central characters: the AI, and then another. Well, I can't I, don't, I can't remember his name. The, the um, guy with the red hair, and then you've got. What's his name? Oscar Isaacs, who's yeah. the um, the pioneer, the inventor. And Mark Zuckerberg. He... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got um, his kind of what would you call her? Well, he was a programmer at the company that was picked to come and test, call it the, the Turing test, don't they? To yes. see whether the AI is. Well, he's brought in under the pretense that he is testing the AI, but really yeah. he's brought in because he wants the AI to test him. Yes. To see the AI's response. He knows the AI's there. He wants yeah. to see if the AI can trick him. He knows already. Yes. He's, that's the, I, can't, I can't remember it fully, but he, that's what he's trying to do, isn't he? Make him fall for the AI. If that, if he's can seeing, she, can yeah. the AI make him fall for her? Is that right? Well, he's seeing how... He knows she's, she wants to get out. She wants yeah. to escape the conference. How far will she go? That's How right. far will she go? Will she yeah. use manipulation? Will she get him on side? Will she try and turn him? Will she try and... Yeah. That that's right. My memory's yeah. a little bit hazy, but yeah, that sounds right, yeah. It is a good film, and it looks stunning, doesn't it? It really oh, looks yeah. like a sci-fi film, but like, when you consider the budget it was made on, like, you think to yourself, Jesus. Was it a small budget? A... Yeah, oh, let me find out for you. Um, I know it wasn't a shitload. Because it does look amazing. Like, yeah. her, her before... She um, gets skin and everything. Yeah. It's really good. And she does a that great way. job of moving not quite like a human. Yeah. Fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I liked the end. I wasn't sure how it was going to go, with this, uh, like where her head was at when she got out. Yeah, 15 million it cost to make. That's nothing. Yeah, um a production budget of 15 million and worldwide it grossed 36.8 million. Is that all? I thought it had got mm. more than that back. Yeah, it's a shame really because um, because it was such a, uh, a big film. I'm not sure if it won any Oscars or um, any BAFTAs or anything. I would be shocked if it didn't win something for writing or hmm. screenplay, original screenplay. Um, but yeah, his yeah, new film too. looks... 
You what? Even the actors should have been up for stuff because they were yes. all really good. Well, that, that, she's a big breakout star now, isn't she, from that? She's the new Lara Croft, isn't she? I wish she had, I don't know. Yeah, that trailer's terrible, though. Um, and she was in um, Jason Bourne, the fourth film. No, the fifth film, sorry. Hmm. <clears throat> she was good in that, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I just love that film. I actually should pick that up. I mean, uh, watch it again. His new film, though, um, Annihilation. Have a look at the trailer for that. That looks wow. Looks really good. good. Yeah, another sci-fi. Natalie Portman's in it. That's, that's two good ingredients there. Three. Yes. Him, yeah. sci-fi, and Natalie Portman. I like Natalie yes. Portman. Have a look at it. It looks brilliant. The first trailer is very. Um, it's very. It's a proper teaser. The second one that came out about three weeks ago. That's like giving you the more info on it, and I just think it looks great. Can't wait for that. I've not seen Natalie Portman in anything for ages. No. Oh, she had a baby, didn't she? Um, not long after Black Swan, so I think she must have took a year or two out. She did, she has made a couple of films. She made um, Summit Kennedy, wasn't it? You know, JFK's wife, who was next to him when he got shot. Oh, Jackie Kennedy. That was it, it's yeah. Called it's called Jackie. Jackie. Yes, that's meant to be brilliant. I didn't realise that was her. Yeah. You didn't realise that was her in Leon, did you? No, I think I did know that was her and Leo. Yeah, I'll tell you on the podcast. <laughs> no, I did that ages ago before we started speaking. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't think who it was then. I did. I told someone it was her and Leon. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure I knew that. Anything else you've watched? Uh, no, I think I've not watched it. Oh, well, Paddington 2 at the cinema on Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, watched it with the family. That's. It was good. It was better than the first one. If you've got kids, I'd... Yeah. CGI is really good in that, isn't it? It is very, very convincing. It doesn't ever yeah. feel like CGI. Do you no, know what I mean? it doesn't. It must have, like, um, somebody walking around in a mocap suit, you know, a green mocap suit or something. You know, like an actor. Yeah. To, for them to interact to, with to it. To track it and stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very good. It is. Um, no, I don't know if it is, but I did... Like the, I did enjoy the original. I went because it was like one of those um, films for juniors, you know, and they were a bit cheaper. So oh yeah, yeah. So, so we took the kids. And, yeah, that's um, I think that's how. We I really got one. into it. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. I, I do like the actor who plays Paddington as well. Um, can't pronounce his surname. Is it Ben Wishaw or something? Does his voice? I've got no idea. Yeah, he plays Q in the new Bond films. He's got he's got a really good voice. It's mm. really soothing. Well, this is uh, two is good. I didn't realize that Hugh Grant was in it. Hugh Grant plays yeah. the character. Yeah. Did, did, did you not hear Hugh Grant's interview then? No. He, he said um, he said it was a bit ironic, really. He said yeah, I can't do his accent. He said my agent phoned me up and says um, so and so's phoned up about Paddington Two. They want you to play a washed up actor. He says. <laughs> he says that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> But he just did on his posh because he's got yeah. a posh boy accent voice, hasn't he? And, uh, he, was, he was quite like funny about it, like the way yeah. like he's funny. Yeah. I do like Hugh yeah. Grant. He got a bad rep, didn't he? For what he did years and years and years ago. Right? Yeah, he did. But I mean, he he's never been in like a really top rate film either. He's done good rom coms. Yeah, but then they're not really held in the same regard as more sort of serious films he's never done a, a successful serious film to my knowledge I don't know if he's ever done anything serious to be honest I'd have a look at his filmography but um, 
He's, he's a, a good actor, to be fair. I mean, yeah, Four Weddings and was he in um, Love Actually? Yeah, Love Actually. There? You know, I was watching Love Actually, actually over Christmas and I didn't realise how kind of bleak some of the stories are, quite sad. Mm, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's a good actor. I'll have a look at his um, filmography later. Yeah, he's pretty much just done rom-coms. But he really sends himself up and it's his proper comedy. And he's good. Yeah. He's good at it. He's he's a funny guy. <laughs> he's one of those, to me, he's uh, more than happy to take the piss out of himself mm. to give others a laugh. I always get that feeling of him when I see him on um, interviews and stuff, that he, he's, he's up for that. Mm. Yeah, seems like a nice dude. He was married to someone famous, wasn't he? Or he went out with someone really famous. Liz Hurley. That was it, Liz Hurley, yeah. Back when she did that safety pin dress. I think that was when he was dating her. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think he was with her when he saw that hooker. One minute. Oh, he was with her when he, when he met the... when he had the prostitute? I think so, yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Which baffles belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them actors, they probably never see each other, do they? Probably, yeah. Probably the powerful problem with it. What is Hurley? What is she famous for? <clears throat> is she an actress? Um, I'm not sure if she was a model, or an act- a model or an actress first, but she obviously did them, um, the Austin Powers and oh, yeah, the Austin Dazzled. Powers. She did do acting. Like that. I think she did acting first and then maybe went into modelling. Not 100% on it. Anyway, that's pretty much everything we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've snuck into the kitchen for something. No, that's the missus. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's wrap it there. This week's, or the film we'll be talking about next week, just to remind you, is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yes. Thank you for listening. This has been the Relay Grow Up podcast with me, Ant. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Holtz. Dave is at DaveHolmes82. Um, check the website for new episodes. Check the Twitter at We Don't Go Out for news on the podcast. And we'll catch you next time. getting over with your Alexa yeah it's good I'm finding more and more stuff I found a game on there called um... it's an adventure game oh what for the kids and stuff no no for grown ups it's, it's set in medieval times there's been a murder and you talk to people and she gives you an option do you want to ask them about this or that and sometimes you want to get one choice sometimes you can ask them about both hmm. but it was, it was going on a bit too long so I'm going to start it again but um, yeah, like I do question of the day every day. Um, <laughs> I do um, ask the word of the day every day. Um, what's the other one? I play. I do. We do. Me and the kids do play rock paper scissors with her quite often. Um, we play millionaire. We play millionaire. Uh, You've found loads more than I've ever found with her already. It's because I keep any any email I get off Amazon about Alexa. I keep in a folder called Alexa. Oh yeah. And yes, and I'm playing, we're playing deal or no deal. Daft stuff like that, you know. Sorry, I don't know.
Can you hear her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, other stuff is. like that. You know, we ask. We do ask her about other stuff like, like the other day. I weighed myself. I was trying to work out, and then asked her what my optimum weight was for my height. And she told me. And it's useful like that, isn't it? Little things. Yeah. I think. Like my son. I, th- I did him a maths test. He got it wrong. And I said to him, "You got this one wrong." He went, "No, I didn't." And then I was like. <laughs> I'm not saying it because I don't want to respond yeah. to like Alexa. And she was like, that, this, so-and-so, plus so-and-so equals, and he was like, oh. <laughs> that's annoying sometimes, though, like when the TV's on, and she might hear something that's not for her. Yeah, she'll probably pop. she starts banging on, and you're like, oh. <laughs> You can change yeah, your word, like can't you? A trigger word. Can you? You can change it to echo. Oh, yeah. And I think there's something else. No, so, I like uh, the original. Yeah, Alexis. I like that. Yeah. What was I going to say about Alexa now? I can't think. Oh, I was playing um, uh, Pigeon Detectives Radio. So on Spotify, you can pick a band. Yeah. Right? I had the Pigeon Detectives. Aren't they from Leeds? Yeah. And you can yeah. play just their stuff or just an album. What you can do, Pigeon Detectives Radio. Is that on Spotify, that? Yeah. And it will play... Every like third song will be their song, and in between it will play songs from other bands that yeah. are in that sort of genre. So I was playing Pigeon Detective Radio, and Danny comes in. She goes, "Oh, Alexa, turn off that racket!" And she did. She stopped the music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You cheeky bitch!" 